This is IA Forward, your playbook for success as an independent insurance agent. Here to help you knock it out of the ballpark are your hosts, Shane Tatum and Tanya Lead. Welcome to IA Forward. And today I want to talk about being authentic in a way that helps you get business. We talk about authenticity a lot, but I want to talk about a phrase that I heard recently, which was to be an authentic chameleon. That seems a little counterintuitive to me. That feels like a tug of war in my brain. When I heard this phrase, my first thought was, that is awesome. I love this idea. And then I thought, and Shane's going to hate it. So I, I knew you well enough that without an explanation, you were going to be like, yeah, no, we're not, we're not going to talk about that. Basically what it was, it was asking questions and listening. And that whole idea that if you are talking more than 10% of the time, then you're not getting the real message. And by asking those questions and letting your prospects talk, then you're able to give them the information that is most important to them in your own authentic way. The Urban Dictionary comes across in a not so pleasant way about being a chameleon. If you refer to a person as a chameleon, it says usually disapproving a person who often changes his or her beliefs or behavior in order to please others or to succeed. I don't think that's what we're talking about. Let's step outside the insurance world and go to something that all Texans love and adore, and that is Whataburger. What a burger. Awesome. Yes, Yes. let's go. Whataburger recently opened a franchise in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, home of the University of Alabama. Of course, Alabama's biggest rival is Auburn University, whose colors are orange and navy. And the city of Tuscaloosa told them that they could put a store on the strip as long as they didn't use any orange in their store. And so Whataburger went in and redid their logo and their store design to be kind of a gray and white versus an orange and white to be a chameleon in the area. So they stayed authentic to themselves, but they made some slight adjustments to be able to go in and not offend people on the strip in Tuscaloosa. I'm going to need a moment to get my head around this to a Whataburger that is not orange. That's weird. Talking about Tuscaloosa, I was actually driving to Atlanta one night and stopped at the Crystal Burger and went inside and had on my LSU shirt and they refused to serve me. Good for them. So I know what a big deal this is in Tuscaloosa. But yes, the idea of Whataburger not being orange is bizarre. Good example. I feel like good salespeople, maybe even good business people have this natural instinct to be this authentic chameleon. And I don't even think that it should be considered offensive or non-authentic. I love learning about cultures, whether it be company culture, organizational culture, whether it be different countries and different cultures within different countries or regions around the world. I love to understand and learn about different things. And I can see myself understanding, right? I can see myself going and then respecting culture. It doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to become something different. It doesn't mean that I'm going to change who I am. I am still going to be the authentic person that I am. I hope I am. And I hope that I have enough really good friendships and loving people around me that would call me out if I wasn't. But I'm going to go to a different country and I'm going to respect their culture. 
That is somewhat of being an authentic chameleon in the sense that I'm going to kind of understand, but I immediately go around going in and talking with a business owner about their insurance needs. I want to understand their business and I want to be able to really become their risk manager and I really want to understand just what their problems are. I am genuinely interested in that. That is not something that's fake. If I go in and I'm talking to this contractor about their insurance needs, I genuinely want to know and I could probably be perceived as an authentic chameleon because of how I want to come across to that individual. Is that close? Yeah, I think it's definitely close. From a negative perspective, going back to the idea of college football, being a chameleon in the negative way would be when I was 19 years old and walked into my future boss's office for my job interview. And his office was decorated in University of Alabama football memorabilia of all kinds. I could have said, oh, wow, I'm an Alabama fan too, and tried to make a connection that way, which would have been completely inauthentic, right? I mean, there's no way I could have pulled that off. But I see salespeople try to do that in more subtle ways. What I'm talking about being an authentic chameleon is asking questions, letting people talk, and then you're able to give them the information they want, and that helps you close the sale. For instance, back in episode 108, we had Jeff Havard on our podcast with us, and he talked about when someone calls in or you're speaking with somebody about car insurance or insurance for their home, you know, he suggests saying, look, we're going to talk about that, but your greatest asset is you. So let's start by talking about life insurance because we really need to protect your biggest asset. And then he asks questions about who they are as a person. So I think that's kind of what we're talking about here is finding out more about who someone is, which empowers us to be able to close the sale on what they really need. This goes very well with relationship first. And relationship is understanding your customer, building a relationship. And I think we get kind of lost on this idea when we hear the word relationship. We immediately go to this in-depth, intimate kind of thought process. And sometimes we overuse that word. We're relationship sellers. We're relationship type business. And I think relationship gets overused to this extent of, I don't know how to do that. I can't build a business around building relationships with prospects. What if I don't get their business. That's a lot of time. I've got to go faster. Having this sort of faith and slowing down and saying, okay, truly understanding that customer's needs because Jeff was right. And for all of us PNC people who don't want to sell life insurance or don't think about life insurance because we don't want to be classified as the traditional life insurance guy, what happens to us is building a relationship with a prospect is genuinely doing exactly what you're saying. It's authentically understanding who they are and what their needs are because they're not the expert. And so being the authentic chameleon is actually a really good path to being the proper and best risk manager that you can possibly be. I think another great way to do this is leading with umbrella, which sounds nuts, right? But if you're able to talk to the person, ask, okay, what does your day look like? Do you pick your kids up from school? Do kids ever ride with you from school to ball practice? And those kinds of questions, they just lead to so many opportunities to really be a fantastic risk manager and get that 
policy per client ratio higher, which of course creates full-time customers. I was looking at some different data out there, and my guess is is that most of the agencies in the small to medium-sized property and casualty independent agencies, only about 20% on the best-of-class side, 20 to 30% of the customers actually have an umbrella policy. And so what does that do to lead with umbrella? The fact that this idea of leading with umbrella where does it lead you? It leads you down this path of truly understanding your client. And we're talking personal lines here. This is why I say personal lines insurance is not dead. It should be a focal point of an independent agency because leading with umbrella leads down this path of increased policy per customer, more revenue per client. There's so many reasons outside of stickiness. There's economic reasons. There's financial success reasons why policy per customer becomes so important. In order to put the umbrella in place, all these other coverages, underlying coverages have to be right. The right limits have to be in place, et cetera, et cetera. And so I think it's one of these things that should be done. And we talk about leading with home. Well, guess what doesn't necessarily happen when you lead with umbrella? You don't necessarily have to be a slave to the mortgage industry. You don't necessarily have to be a referral source, answer the phone at six Six o'clock on Friday evening. You can actually be free when you think about this lead with umbrella type of scenario. And I don't think that I'm necessarily saying, well, do you have an umbrella policy? Because people don't even know what that is. I mean, I remember the first time that I ever had a conversation with Brian Besh, who is one of our agents down in Lakeway, Texas. And he started bringing this up to me and he and he actually asked me, he said, do you have an umbrella? And, I, and I'm like, well, I have one in the car, but it's not raining today. And he was like, no, do you have an umbrella policy. And he, at the time, you know, I had the house in Florida and we had the house in Louisiana and we had our vehicles and all of our, and he was like, this is stupid. I had never even had my insurance agent who I had had since I was 15 years old and started driving ever bring up the fact that this was something that I needed. I didn't even, I didn't even know that I needed it. And so I think that by asking those questions, finding out, okay, how old are the kids? Well, you can find out how old their kids are. If you say, well, do you go to the ballpark? Blah, 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 this and this. And when you're asking those questions, you're getting all of those answers in a more colloquial fashion where it doesn't feel like you're going down a checklist and saying, okay, how old's your oldest child? How old is this child? It just feels so much more comfortable and it makes the potential client feel like you actually care, which hopefully you do because that's why you're doing this. Which, by the way, is the exact opposite of what the British lizard is doing when somebody calls in to find out if 15 minutes can save them 15%. That's it. So the whole issue here is that we, myself included, are so conditioned at this point. We've allowed that advertising. We've allowed all of that that has changed society to change us. And we have to fight against that. We have become just handle what they're asking for. Instead of understanding what our role is as a risk manager, understanding what a full-time client really looks like and what being a full-time agent really looks like, we have conditioned ourselves over the last decade, maybe two decades, when somebody calls and says, hey, I need to get an auto quote, we just do it. Or hey, I need to get a quote on my boat. We just do it. We respond. Instead of thinking about this is a new client, I'm not talking about we're adding a policy for an existing 
client. I'm talking about a brand new client. When I switched doctors a few years ago, I had to use my skill set of this person who is a client of yours referred me and I have to fill out this form and I have to do all this background stuff and I'm talking to the doctor's office and the doctor is technically not taking any new patients, but the doctor's two physician's assistants are taking new patients. I want to see the doctor. I don't really want to see the physician's assistant. And the reason I want to do that is because my friend has been going to this doctor for a year and thinks that this doctor is great. And so I want to switch doctors and I want the same experience with the doctor, but I don't want the PA because I'm leaving a medical practice where I had a PA. I know what I want as a client, but my gosh, I had to jump through 52 hula hoops just to convince them to take me as a new client. Now let's put that into perspective for a second for I need a boat quote. Hey, I need a quote on my auto insurance. Whatever the perspective is and what we've done to ourselves as an independent agency system, we've allowed all of that ad and brand spend to change who we are instead of us adapting to be that difference maker, to be that risk manager. And I think that's where this authentic chameleon concept comes front and center and can be a game changer for you as an independent agency owner and you as an independent agency. You probably wouldn't do this, but it would make so much sense for somebody like me in that years ago, I was working with an interview guru named Justin Rudd out in California, and he was helping me really hone my skills when speaking with someone on air and doing on-air interviews. We spent about an hour together and he said, the one thing you have never brought up during the practice interviews we've done is you've never brought up the fact that you have this perfectly adorable. And at the time I had a 22 and a half ounce Chihuahua who would literally fit in the palm of my hand. And her name was Chacha. And he said, I had gone to your social media and you have all of these things on your social media about this adorable dog. And you never once brought her up in any of these interviews. And I said, well, you know, I I just didn't think it was appropriate to bring up my dog personally when it comes to either trying to interview someone or working in a sales perspective. He said, but it's going to make people love you. He said, people have children, but they love their pets. And so it's a way to connect with someone rather quickly. And I will never forget that he said that because it really changed the way I look at doing things personally, being an authentic chameleon, not being afraid to share those little details. And I was recently reading an article online. We've talked about leading with life insurance, leading with umbrella, but leading with pet insurance and how it makes you endearing to so many people because their pets are their children too. And so that may be, if you're a huge dog person or if you're a huge cat person, that might be something that makes you different and you know help with that idea of being an authentic chameleon to connect. I know there are agencies that have gone down this path and I don't personally have any experience of success or failure with that. I think it's a fantastic idea. I know I've seen pet insurance. I've also seen wedding insurance as a lead-in. We talk about 
being the client's full-time agency and vice versa. I had the opportunity to talk with an agency owner not too long ago that I felt like had really this brilliant all-in scenario to the way they handle commercial lines. They don't split accounts. And what they meant by that is they will not write a single line of business and allow you to keep another line of business elsewhere. They won't do it. I thought it was fantastic. And it was basically this sort of eye-opening thing to what I've been saying on the personal line side for so long, but it was an agency that had committed to that fully around this idea that they would not even renew a general liability policy for the client if they knew the client was moving the property somewhere else. Sometimes when I listen in on how agents are talking with their prospects, it has this very Charles Dickens, Oliver Twist, please sir, may I have some more kind of desperation feel to it because they're just trying to get the sale. And in their mind, they're going to cross sell it later. And it just doesn't work. It comes across as we're trying to make a sale, we're trying to do this one thing. But let me tell you, it doesn't have a professional feel to it. It doesn't. I think we've conditioned ourselves. We're not listening and we're not valuing ourselves the way that I think we should be valuing ourselves, the professional level nature that we should be. That's part of this process that you have brought to the table today. If we're approaching it with that authentic chameleon mindset and the customer is going to see us different and we're going to have a connection point that's different instead of, I've just got to hurry up and get you this quote to get the closing done or because of whatever reason, the procrastination of others that has now created this emergency fight for you, you do not have to take it. I know that that's going to sound crazy and people are going to be like, oh my gosh, he's out of touch. I screwed it up. I did it wrong for years. And that's why I'm here. That's why I'm telling you this is because I don't want you to continue down this path when there is a better way and you are better than being an order taker or an emergency outlet for the procrastination crowd. You do not have to do business this way. And if somebody's telling you you do, then get them out of your life. It's toxic. My husband bought a boat recently and when it came time to place our insurance, we have a partner down in Galveston that this is her specialty. And I called AJ at Laird and said, hey, look, we're buying a boat. And she started asking questions that I would have never imagined and ended up, because of the questions she was asking and listening to what we were saying, she was able to refer us to get much better financing. She was able to figure out how we got an extra two years on our warranty. She had all of these little things that had she just gone down the normal, okay, I've got to get this written so you can get it back as quick as possible. But now she created a relationship that when I know somebody who's going to be getting a boat, I'm going to be saying, hey, you need to be calling AJ Laird because she created this relationship experience. Yeah, we were on the phone for about an extra 10 minutes, but that 10 minutes saved us 
so much money and so many long-term challenges that I can't imagine because as you say, I'm a blabber. So I'm going to blab to other people about what a great job that she did because she was an authentic chameleon and put herself in my place and helped me at a different level. AJ knows her worth. She understands her expertise. I think that more agents should find this, develop their expertise and develop the confidence. There are some people born on this earth that seem to come out of the womb with super, super confidence. There are some people like that, but the rest of us have to have this sort of educated, learned skill set to become more confident, to become more of the expert, to continue to educate and train ourselves to be better and better at our craft. And that is what AJ has done, is that she has become an expert at her craft. She is a water craft specialist. She does this really well. We have another partner that is a classic car, classic boat actually, but classic car is the lead specialist. They are car guys. They know everything about cars, classic cars, exotic cars, but they're not really chameleons at all in the sense that they know their stuff. The more of us that can become that in whatever that thing is that we are, the better we can be. I want to go back to what you said about commercial, and I want some clarification just for my knowledge. When you were talking about writing the entire account, which I 100% agree with. Does that include personal lines for the principals? I think it should. An agency that has commercial lines, unless you started out as a commercial focused, commercial specialist, and you didn't even get into personal lines, that segment does exist. There's not very many of us that look like that. So since most of us start in the small to mid-sized agency range, since most of us start as personal lines agents and then we add commercial, I think it's a huge mistake opportunity to ignore the fact that your business owner that you just convinced to let you be their risk manager and spend $50,000 a year with you that you didn't even talk to them about their personal insurance. Like that's crazy. It doesn't have to be you if you're the commercial expert or it doesn't have to be your commercial producer, but that commercial producer should have a direct connection partner in the personal line side to say, hey, this is a trusted person and no, hey, this is one of our business owner clients. We write their commercial and you have to make that connection point work so that it's just as important. And I think there's this fear that comes over the commercial producers of, I don't want to mess that up. I don't want personal insurance to mess up my commercial insurance. I think that's just a lame excuse. Personally, I've heard it throughout my career and I've never actually felt it. I've never actually experienced that something went wrong and cost something else. If something went wrong, somebody screwed up, own it, fix it. Things happen, but to just ignore it and not actually be the full personal and commercial risk manager for that business owner is crazy. I think what all of this boils down to is sometimes you just need to remember that you're good. And for some reason, we forget that. We get so involved and I've got to make this one sale that we forget we know our stuff because of this weird desperation. And I really do understand it. If you're first starting out, you're a producer, that you're trying to pay the light bill, you're trying to 
pay your rent. I get it. I totally get it. I am not that far removed from our new agents that I don't understand where that comes from. But it's going to cause such a problem later on. And I was talking with a gentleman this weekend and he was a pharmacist and he was being offered a major step increase in job position. And his first reaction was, I can't take that because I have so much to learn to feel like I would be the expert in that position. And he and I were talking and I said, yeah, but do you really think that anybody else has that knowledge? They have offered you this position. They've even said they're going to pay for your training in order for you to feel comfortable in it. Why would you not take it if they have faith that you can do this. And it goes back to that imposter syndrome that we all have from time to time or 99.9% of us have from time to time. And we just forget, yes, we're really that good. Maybe it's a confidence issue. I'm not sure why. I think we just need reminded of that. And getting an insurance license, first and foremost, these days, we've had a couple of different sales executives go through that in the last year. It's not easy. The test isn't easy. It's, it's hard. But on top of that, most of us also go down this path of certifications or designations, and there's different types of insurance trainings that we do. Those things are really skilled developments in your career, and they're very important. And we just forget. We just get sucked in to what's happening at the consumer level with the branding. And there's a side of this industry, the captive, the direct channel sides, they don't have a choice. They have to bash on us. So when someone is bashing on you, when someone's only real option is to point and make fun or do something at their competition, they're in trouble. That's my take on the deal. I think we have the upper hand. Our market share is growing. It's dynamic on the commercial side. It's growing on the personal side. We are a growing dynamic force in the industry because of our skill set, knowledge, and choice model. And when you put it in that perspective, especially those that shift from one side of the distribution channel to the other, those that come from the exclusive side are stuck in what they were trained to do. And so they have to change that or they're going to end up in the same spot. And we're seeing that right now with price increases. We're seeing it with all kinds of things in the marketplace. If you sold on price, you're going to die on price. There is a different way and the skill set is there and the knowledge is there. We just have to have the confidence to be who we are and live up to that knowledge standard that we have. I'm going to leave us today with this quote from sports agent Molly Fletcher. Be an authentic chameleon. Ask the questions, listen, and then talk about what is most important to them. Attitude's a choice. Make a great one. Bye, y'all. Ready to get the ball rolling with your independent agency? Learn more at IntegraAgent.com. That's IntegraAgent.com. Thank you for joining us on IA Forward. Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now or learn more at IAForward.com.